2: Have you ever had a strange voice note left on your phone? Is there a chance we can contact the afterlife through technology that we use every day? Welcome back to Paranormal Activity with me, Vet Fielding, where this week we're looking at the potential of contacting the spirit world through phones and similar devices. let's kick off with some trivia. Do you think this is fact or fiction? There were 15 people burnt alive during the Salem Witch Trials. Fact or fiction? We'll find out the answer later in the show. Hello? Throughout history, communication with the afterlife has been a subject of fascination and wonder. From seances to EVP, people have sought ways to connect with the other side. But what if I told you that some claim to have contacted those beyond the grave through everyday devices? Reports of phone calls from deceased loved ones or unknown spirits have captivated paranormal enthusiasts and skeptics alike. These calls often come at unexpected times and carry a profound sense of eeriness. Over the years, I've had many people come up to me and tell me of their experiences with their phones ringing in the middle of the night and hearing what they believe to be their departed loved one whisper their name or say hello down the line and then the phone cuts out. Can you imagine hearing that in the middle of the night? I don't know if I'd be overjoyed or just a little bit scared. Possibly a little bit of wee-wee might come away. Anyway, I remember on numerous occasions myself and the Most Haunted team experienced old-fashioned telephones ringing in the middle of investigations. They would ring once or twice and then just stop. In Drake Low Tunnels, the phone wasn't even plugged in. And in Churchill's war rooms, the phone again wasn't even connected to a socket. That has to be one of the most exhilarating times doing an investigation, being in Churchill's war rooms. I, we've done a previous episode on that, if you want to have a listen. But oh, my goodness me, when that phone rang, it was incredible and there was no way it could have possibly have rung, as I said, because it wasn't even plugged into a socket. It was absolutely incredible. And during one of my favourite investigations of all time was at RAF Raynham. Uh, I know I've talked about this before, but myself and the rest of the Most Haunted team, the channel and the outside broadcast unit couldn't believe it when we all heard and captured the sound of Morse code coming out of one of the original speakers that was hanging up on a wall. The head of the sound department was so confused by this he came out uh, of the truck during the advert break took a torch and looked for any wires and if there were any wires where were they connected to but to add to his utter bewilderment he just found old wires that had been cut That's impossible, he said, shaking his head. It was this incident that turned a lot of the techies that you didn't see on Most Haunted into paranormal enthusiasts, especially when someone told us that the Morse code we had recorded translated into S.O.S. Online people have flocked to share their stories of phantom phone calls and similar experiences with technical equipment, one of which comes from the paranormal subreddit, and this uh, is from user Col Lilyflower. My father recently passed away in September 2021. Today, my phone rang and his caller ID appeared on my phone Dad. I answered and said hello multiple times, but no voice answered. All I could hear is some scratching or shuffling in the background every once in a while. After a minute, I hung up and ran to tell my mum about it. I assumed that she had my dad's phone with her, but it was just sitting in the kitchen. When my phone rang earlier, I was standing right outside the kitchen, so I knew no one else was in the kitchen to use the phone. We opened his phone and there was no evidence that there had been a call made to me. I called his phone just to make sure that his number is still connected to his phone and his phone rang like normal. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Too weird to be a coincidence. It's definitely not a coincidence. I believe that that was your dad letting you know he was with you. Our brains will automatically kick into logic. And um, Could it have been a random fault? I highly doubt it. It was your dad. Believe it. This first post uh, that I've just read to you set a flurry of people coming forward with their experiences. And here's a couple that really stood out to me. So here's another user. I hope I pronounce this correctly. Abrez Suze Ojos writes, My dad called me a couple of days after he died. I felt like I was in a movie. I was talking to my boyfriend on the phone while I was driving. Then I suddenly heard static and my dad's voice. He was talking to me because I heard his voice, though distant, but there was just so much static. The line cut out shortly after, and this never happened again. My dad was very mechanical, technical, and if there was anyone who could find a way to make this happen, it would be him. He's the best. I love and miss you, Dad. And here's another from Pine Curtain 515. We lost my mother in 1981 before any of us ever heard of a cell phone. A phone was a landline. She worked in a corporate office setting and when things were slow, she'd call me just to chat. She might call and tell me what she saw on TV last night, tell me a joke, ask how the kids were doing. And on Wednesday, she'd call to read the week's supermarket specials out of the newspaper. She called me just to call me anywhere up to a dozen times a day during office hours, but rarely at night. From the day we returned home from Mama's funeral in East Texas, my phone rang somewhere between 8 and 12 times, every weekday for two weeks, always during office hours. When I picked up, there was only the low hum and crackle of white noise. A few times when I said a name, it would get louder, and that was all I heard. After about a minute, the white noise would fade and the line would go silent. This kind of thing had never happened before, and after those two weeks, it didn't happen again. But it happened. Do you know, it's funny because a lot of people report hearing static. And do you know, again, I'm going back to RAF Raynham, and during that investigation, we actually caught the sound of static. It was in the air. It was all around us. It was loud. And I remember asking it, the spirit, to copy what I was saying, (laughs) and it did. It was incredible. We didn't hear a voice. It was just loud static. I know that it was a spirit trying to use its voice. And so I believe they use electricity to produce the sounds. I would say, can you say hello? The static would jolt out two bursts of electricity, the two syllables for the word hello. I then went around the whole team pointing at them and asking the spirit to say their names. It did. It said the first name and the surname. And each time the static noise responded with the correct amount of syllables. Again, the sound department took the sound waves that we'd recorded as we'd gone live, and they took them to be looked at by experts. And a report came back that the static sound was nothing that they'd ever seen before. They looked at the waveforms. They they couldn't believe it. And the report concluded it was neither animal, mineral, or vegetable. Incredible. And still to this day, I Listen out for that static noise. So remember, it is energy. It's electrical. It's something. They need that energy in the air. Do these uh, modern gadgets, phones, um, TVs, radios, whatever, do they help? Do they give the spirit world a surge to be able to communicate with us? Are they trying to use that energy, that, that electricity to try and make things move in our homes, try and talk to us? I believe absolutely they do. Now, here's another experience from C. Ferritron. Same thing happened when my grandfather passed. A month or two later, my phone started getting calls from his cell phone. Mind you, this was many years ago when everyone had the old faithful, indestructible Nokias. Anyway, I only had five numbers in my phone because that was all I was allowed to have as a young teenager just starting to drive. My grandpa's was saved under PowerPoint. After he passed from an aneurysm, which was very sudden, Weeks went by before the first call. It said PowerPoint on the Pixel caller ID, so I picked it up. All I heard was weird feedback on the other end, not so much static so much as it was just like when someone holds a microphone too close to an amp and it trips each other out. From that call, I would get a call once every two days, never at the same time, but also never at an unreasonable hour. For instance, I never got a call at 8 p.m., and every time it was the same feedback distortion. Once I thought maybe I could hear a voice through it, but couldn't understand the words. Like someone tried to whisper to you in the middle of a hurricane, but I chalked it all up to wishful thinking. I had a dream about him later on where he let me know he was okay and never got another call after that. Again! How wonderful is this? This was definitely your grandfather letting you know that he's with you. And I've got my dad's old phone and it's um, on it is one video of him saying, hello there. I play that video a lot. And I often say to him, go on, dad, please say hello there to me. Please say hello there. I've I've only heard a snippet of of a word come through to me and it was during a seance and I think it was hello, but that was it. Um, When I say, but that was it, it was incredible. It was incredibly exciting. But yes, wonderful. Definitely that was your grandfather letting you know that he was with you. So there does seem to be similarities, doesn't there, between all these stories? A strange static noise, distortion on the other side, hearing a voice faintly in the distance, and timings of when people used to call when um, they're close to somewhere connected to them. And it's not an unknown number that shows, but the caller ID showing up. It's from the deceased phone. From residual energy to psychic abilities and even the manipulation of electronic signals by spirits, there are numerous possibilities to consider. Could could it be that our devices act as conduits, bridging the gap between the living and the dead? Well, Thomas Edison certainly believed that. He was absolutely adamant that there was a way to connect our lives to the other plane. And he came up with a device which was nicknamed the ghost phone. He was convinced that a telephone could be the way to connect us, the living and in the afterlife.
0: For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
2: Welcome to the Train Happy podcast with me, Tally Rye. This is the podcast that helps you have a feel good relationship with fitness, food, and body image. Each week we'll be digging into an intuitive and inclusive approach to our health and well-being as we're joined by leading experts, friends of mine and you to hear more about the journey of letting go of diet culture and feeling good in the skin you're in. It's a podcast for everyone no matter what body you're in. You can find us wherever you found this podcast. Just search Train Happy wherever you get your podcasts and hit follow. With the rise of video doorbells such as Ring, it's no wonder that more sightings of paranormal activity are occurring. Could there be a possibility that our phones and other similar devices might be portals to the realm of the supernatural? Well, I certainly believe so. But one example of this went viral online when a family from Liverpool captured a ghostly figure on their doorbell. Now, have a look at this. I've looked at it and come to my own conclusion, but I need you to go onto our socials, have a look at it, and let me know what you think. I'll tell you what I think now. Uh, I think that it's his own breath. So this gentleman goes out to get, get the bins in, And as he walks back, there's sort of like this uh, wispy thing that's seen near him. But you watch it over and over again like I have and pause it, and I believe it's his own breath. Another example also went viral, showing a ghostly fox pass by. Uh, look at this. Um, it's on Liverpool Echo. Uh, and the previous one, by the way, is uh, you can see that on the Mirror.co.uk. But as I said, we'll share them on our socials. Again, have a look at it and let me know what you think. But to me, I wouldn't say it was a fox. Say it's a cat walking across the lawn. Now, it's a bit shadowy, which is why the family may think it's a ghost. But I'm telling you, it's a cat. Now, as we explore these telephone, uh, electrical, ghostly encounters, it's essential to address the skeptics. Could these stories simply be cases of misidentified calls or technological glitches? Certainly with the, uh, the two examples we've just seen of the ring doorbells, definitely technological glitches. And lots of people jumping to conclusions. And some argue, going back to phone lines, that they're crossed or faulty. Uh, Faulty phones might explain away these eerie experiences. However, the profound emotional impact and uncanny timings often defy logical Explanations. And one example of this comes from our listener, Mo. Hi, Yvette. On Tuesday, the 4th of October, I found out from my godmother that my elderly godfather had died. We were in the middle of Asda at the time, so it didn't really sink in until we got home, and I told the rest of my family. I rang my godmother, and she told me all the details. "'After the call, I was sent the funeral service sheet "'to have a look at, and I finally broke down "'as they had been fantastic godparents "'through my 56 years, even standing by me "'when others haven't. "'My daughter wanted to cheer me up, "'so we started to flick through the TV channels "'to see if there was something good on, "'when an old CD player started to play Agadoo. "'The player was about two metres away from us both. "'Everyone else in the house were in their rooms, "'and the player hadn't been touched for about four years.' My daughter and I looked at each other and I eventually went to turn the CD off, unplugging it just to make sure it didn't start again. I believe that my mum, who passed away in 2011, was with us on Tuesday night as she was particularly fond of my godparents and was trying to comfort me. If only one of us had been in that room, no one would have believed it happened, but there was no denying that CD started playing all by itself. I'm not freaked out by it. It was just so unexpected. I love the thought of mum being around me. Keep on with the podcast. Thank you from Mo Chapel finlow Well, thanks, Mo. And yes, I do agree that somebody was there with you, but something is really upsetting me about your experience. Agadou? We'll leave that one right there. And here's another similar story, not with a CD player, but with a television from Lainey who got in touch on email. Hi, Vet. I love listening to your weekly podcast. Just finished listening to your paranormal episode. I'm a strong believer of the spirit world and of lots of things happening in my home. I've lived here for seven years with my family, and I believe there's not an evil spirit, but a playful one in my house. On birthdays, especially when it's my children's, things happen like balloons will gently rub together um, things move, money will fall off the middle of the kitchen worktop onto the floor. My son's water bottle fell onto the kitchen floor one day. I went in to see what had happened, realised and put the bottle back in the middle of the worktop and went out of the kitchen. Then moments later, it fell again. This happened one more time. My calendar will fly off the fridge a lot. Most recently, when we were all asleep upstairs, my TV that's on the wall came on and the volume went up very high. You would have to press the power button on the remote, then the Sky Home button on the other remote for the TV to come on. I woke up and told my partner, who went downstairs to see what had happened. He was spooked by this too. My daughter's TV will go on too in her bedroom. This happens when she's out or asleep at night. My son is 12 and when he was in his bedroom upstairs after his shower and I was putting clothes away in his room. We both at the same time heard from the bathroom the sound of only I can describe as when you're still in the bath and the water has gone but your skin sticks or rubs against the bathtub when you move. That's what we heard. No one was in there. I've also been in the bathroom cleaning and the plug from the bath on its chain lifted up and banged against the bath. I've been downstairs and heard my son call mum but he was at school and no one was upstairs. It's very strange. Me and my partner have seen small shadows the size of a child like peeping around the door or in the kitchen. So much more has happened. What do you think's going on? I've also sent you a video I filmed of my living room. I can see so many orbs floating and moving around. I would love to know what you think. I have a dog, as you can see from the video clip. She will jump up, startled for no reason, to our eye, but will bark and get distressed. Kind regards, Lainey. Well, thanks so much, Lainey, for getting in touch and sharing your experiences with me. Do you know what... Definitely. I think, you know, all these things, your house is haunted, let's face it. But what by? Uh, you know, the fact that you're saying that you're describing like a small shadow peeping around the corner. Is it a child? It sounds to me like it is. And it sounds to me like this child wants your attention. Um, I'm sure you've tried to speak to them. Uh, if you are worried, which it doesn't sound like you are, then you could always ask her to stop. In the meantime, just tell her that you love her and that you mean her no harm and she's welcome into your family. And maybe that might calm her down a little bit. TV switching on and off, in fact, any electrical objects are known to work all by themselves in paranormal cases, and I've had similar experiences like you, Lainey. I remember being in bed and hearing the TV come on, and again the volume went high and really, really loud. I was absolutely petrified uh, because Carl was away working at the time. Could you imagine being alone in the house and hearing that going on? I didn't think at the time. This was before Most Haunted was even born. I didn't think at time that at the time that it was a ghost or anything paranormal. I thought there was a burglar or someone. Messing around, Well, I slowly crept down the stairs, shaking like a leaf to find that no one was there, thank God. But the TV was blaring away. It's then that I got, oh, is there a ghost in my house? It turned out that there was in the end. But that's a, you know, that story. I've told it many times. Anyway, I turned the television off and pulled the plug out. Do you know that even now, I think I've told you this as well, sorry, but if I've used the hairdryer or anything electrical, I'll unplug it especially if I know that Carl's away because I'm terrified I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night with the hairdryer going the hoover going the television going on the microwave bleeping, the oven on oh everything electrical just going crazy in the house a bit like a scene from Poltergeist the movie Uh, anyway during an investigation with Most Haunted I don't know if you ever saw it um, uh, it was at the King's Head pub in Chester and the TVs in the bedrooms were all turning themselves on and off and i remember beginning i remember playing a little game and i stood outside a certain bedroom door with the door closed and i said can you turn the tv on turn the tv on if you can and the tv had come on it was incredible uh, and i think we went as far as can you turn the taps on in the sink the taps would go on in the sink fantastic if you ever find if you ever live near chester and fancy staying at the king's head pub uh, it's a little hotel as well at the top brilliant really great place to investigate as well Well, we've been on a real journey, haven't we, today, through the realms of communication and contacted spirits through telephones, televisions and video doorbells. But before we go, let's get the answer to this week's fact or fiction. Do you remember, I'll remind you what what the question was. Is this fact or fiction? There were 15 people burnt alive during the Salem witch trials. Was that fact or fiction? What do you think? Well, the answer is fiction. Uh, congratulations to those of you who were right, and I'm terribly sorry if you got that wrong. In English-speaking countries, witches were not burnt at the stake. Witchcraft was a felony both in England and its American colonies, and therefore witches were hanged, not burned. However, in Scotland, witches' bodies were burned, but they were strangled to death first. So, have you ever been contacted from a spirit Or is there a site, a location, a building that you think we need to cover on the podcast? Get in touch with us and share your stories. And this is the address. It's contact at paranormalpod.co.uk. We are on WhatsApp. Please leave your beautiful voice on there for me to share with the rest of the world. Uh, the number is 75 27537 We are on Instagram where you can look at the videos and pictures that I talk about on the podcast. And here is the handle for Instagram. It's at Paranormal Activity Pod. We are on Twitter as well. And that handle is capital P, capital A for activity. And then it's activity. There we are. Stay up to date with the newest episodes by giving us a follow and we'll be back again same time next week. But if you can't wait until then, visit www.paranormalpod.co.uk where you can find options to get episodes a day early. Have a great week. Stay safe. And remember, things aren't always as they seem.